Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your boy, Jay Stone. Welcome y'all to the... Uh, we start <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your boy, Jay Stone. Welcome y'all to the Town Business Podcast. And uh, y'all probably remember me from the uh, interview with Alex Alonzo on Street, Street Television. Okay. <laughs> can I put this on TV who I am? Cause I'm, I'm a cold motherfucker, man. <laughs> uh, I'm a uh, rapper, a singer, a new, newly podcaster, uh, and a comedian. And uh, I need to be like, you know, informed on it so I can just keep going so I don't have to stop. Okay, uh, I grew up in Compton, where I, where I first grew up, where I started at. Uh, I started on Bullish Road in the projects. Well, they call it the uh, Compton Manors, and they call it the projects now. So I grew up there before I moved to, I think I moved, no, I moved to Torrance first before I moved to St. Louis Street in Compton. Okay. <laughs> so my guess is, what do they call you, Mariah? Mariah. No, what is like your whole name? Mariah Hayes. Mariah Hayes, that's what I was gonna say, okay. My guess is Mariah, my first guess. That's Mariah Hayes. How you doing? Okay, I'm doing good. You're my first guest <laughs> on my podcast, so I'm asking a couple things about yourself. So, what is what type of thing about you you like me to know? Okay, um, well, my name is Mariah. I'm 29. I grew up in the Harbor area, so okay, you know, all throughout the Harbor area, probably like every city. Um, I self-published two books, and I'm currently working on another one right now. Okay, good. So you self-published two books, right? Yes, sir. So are there books in prison? Can they make it to prison? Can they make it to prison? Um, so the first one, I we did some orders we sent to prison, but there was a problem with it. So I don't know. It depends on the whole prison system, how you have to wrap the books up. So oh, good. You know, <laughs> if you've been to prison, then you know what I'm talking about. No, exactly, because I was going to tell you that I read a lot of books like that in prison. Then was the books I really read in prison because I didn't really like the... How can you say it? Uh, white people books. <laughs> like, oh, like the 48 Laws of Power? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I read them, because I was so bored, you know what I'm saying? I just read anything. It was just like, if, if it was literature, I just read it, because it was like, I was so bored. But the books that you talking about, you wrote, that was the books I, I them the books I was, I wanted, and I was asking people for all the time. Yeah, so we, I had sent actually a book, because um, I would buy another bundle, and mm -hmm. I had sent a book to someone in prison that bought it, but because it didn't come, like, directly from a big distributor, I think it has to come from, like, an actual bookstore, it can't be, like, Oh, so they don't let it in prison unless it comes from a It big... has to come from, like, a big distributor. Wow, yeah. prison, they dirty <laughs> So they send it back, so they never made it. So. That is whack. But yeah, that was my, I wrote an urban fiction novel on the poetry book, and then now I'm working on an audio visual type of poetry book. Mm, and that's good, because you even making books that could even go to prison, even if they don't accept. Mm -hmm. I gotta figure it out, though. That's, that's my next thing. Gotta figure out how to get in there. Because really, you know how much stabbings and. <laughs> Fighting you stopping by sending them books in there. You really stopping a lot of fucking violence by sending them <laughs> books. <laughs> niggas need them books. People, how niggas get stabbed over a book in there? So that's just shows you how. So enlighten me. Tell me a story. Okay. This dude, what was the book? Uh, I think it was a book called Genevieve or something. I think it was a book called Genevieve. He landed this one crip dude. No, a nigga from the Bay. He lent it to this crib nigga. He like, hey, I'll let you use my book. You can read it. Just give me my shit back, you know, and, you know, we'll be cool. So the nigga read his shit, and when he gave it back, I guess some pages was ripped out of some shit. <laughs> the nigga told the nigga, 
I guess he, he took the book back. Cool. He went to the cell and he came back and told the nigga, "Hey, nigga, you ripped some pages out of my fucking book. I'ma need that nigga when they open the case." <laughs> Not open the book, basically. <laughs> open the fucking book, nigga. When they open the gates, because well, basically they caught open the gates when they let us out of our cells. Mm-hmm. They let us out of our cells. These niggas went right in the bedroom, got the squabble. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wondering when he takes the pages out. I'm like, open some books, nigga. Damn, nigga, you can get another book. He wasn't playing with that book, nigga. He was not playing. I was like, food and books. No, because you need to take the pages out, you don't know what's going to happen next. Exactly. So what do you do with the pages is what I'm doing. He don't even care. <laughs> I'm getting in this nigga ass when he come up tomorrow. <laughs> he was like, I can't wait till they really open these gates tomorrow. And they said we can go to school or something. You feel me? He came out and got right with that nigga. I was like, the OG wasn't playing about that book. Especially OGs. I told you, oh, you don't play an OG book, man. You know, OG finna get you tomorrow. <laughs> Soon as they rack these gates, OG gon' need that. He don't give a fuck who right there, police or what. He gon' need that. I need that right now, youngster. I need that for that book, youngster. I need that right. Don't run, youngster. Don't run. <laughs> don't try to go, you know, go somewhere else, youngster. I need that right now today, youngster. I'ma sock you in the back of the head if you don't give it to me. <laughs> I've been stocking the back of the head by a couple of them old niggas in there, too. Them niggas were really made me just start getting off on niggas in prison. Uh, two, two years, seven months. But them two years, seven months, nigga, I had fights and all kinds of crazy shit over stupid shit. And I was just like, I need to go home. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I, I really felt I was going to kill somebody because I'm like, y'all fight over so much stupid shit in here. I'm just gonna stab y'all over stupid shit because I'm not finna be fighting y'all all the time. And I don't like this. You know what I'm saying? I gotta put my hands on you, him, 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 all over some dumb shit over chips and a fucking phone and some stupid shit. Or, you can you you in the line or something. It's just like, oh, well, why why we gotta fight? It's because. So I was just like, I'm gonna just start stabbing everybody so you know if we fight. You're gonna really be hurt. It's not gonna be like we fought each other and you cool and you can go lay down. I wanna stab you so you can go lay down and be hurt. <laughs> oh man, you fucking cut me out of it. I should have fought him. Well, the male ego, and plus you're in a very negative environment. You got a bunch of people that are the same type of time as you see. It was crazy, it. right? It was funny as fuck. I used to talk to my mama the whole time I was in prison. My mama told me to be violent. <laughs> <laughs> she told me, son, you know, all that anger you were showing when you was here, show all that shit when you were in prison. She told me, said, let all that shit go when you were in there. Let all of it go. If any nigga tell you do something, don't listen. Fight him, nigga. Don't let it go. She tell me shit to do. I ain't want to listen. What I don't want to do? What the fuck, man? Do show to do the same shit, son. When they tell you do something, fuck you. Fuck you, we get out, nigga. That ain't the place to be soft. Exactly. Exactly. She was like, that's not never the place to be soft. You need to fight everybody in there, son. (laughs) See, you got started for days. You might have to get him to write you a book. I've been trying to do that this whole time, but it'll come. It'll come. There you go. Everything will come in due time. You got some good stories to tell. I've been through so much. I remember going through shit ever since I was like four or five years old, so I got stories. <laughs> so what's the topics on your book? So my first urban fiction book was a really a crazy street story. I based it on, um, this is the first time I'm probably ever going to say this, um, my main character, his name was Poppy. Um, I based his character on <laughs> Aaron Hernandez.
waxing people off and he finds <laughs> it's crazy. Um That sounds like my kind of fucking, yeah. that sounds like my kind of book. Yeah, <laughs> I, he, I wanna read. He, he was he was something else and he um meets this girl, she's young, she's from LA. Mm-hmm. Um somehow they make it to LA and Long story short, they get into some shit. So how he, where did he come from? He uh, was from Chicago, Chicago but he, he went to LA. He moved out here. He was a music producer, so he was trying to stay, get out of trouble. He moved to LA, um, met this girl out here, mm-hmm. and then see, it's been about four or five years since I even touched the book. So what happened was, I'll tell the whole backstory. Um, my book was completed. Yeah. Uh, I met this dude. He had his own publishing company, and he had picked four authors to um, join an anthology, which is like everybody puts their short stories into one book. So I had to cut my short story short. I'm sorry, and mm-hmm. um, I was allowed to put ten chapters, so I had to like cut up stuff and take it out. Put oh, so they actually do people like that cut your story short? Yeah. So it was just like so people got a preview of what my book was. Yeah. So my book ended up doing really well. So what well. you do? You pick the best parts of your story too? Um, yeah, like stuff that, that would make the story make sense, but yeah. it was hard because I had my book completed. So I had to go back in three months and chop it up. Yeah. So now I have to... I would, I would assume. That. Yeah. So it still ended up being a really good story. I know the way I explained it didn't make much yeah. sense. But um, I'm going to re-release it on my own because that was in... The book was called Urban Love Stories. My original book is called Poppy. So mm-hmm. now I have to go back and re-release it on my own and then end it how I want to. Do I want it to be the same how I had it in his book? And it's been like four years now, so I have to go back and dive into that. And then so after I wrote a poetry book. Well, what, what, what made you write a book around Aaron Hernandez? Well, I, okay, it wasn't about him. It was character, character building. So I read a lot and I watch a lot of like documentaries. So like when you character build or you have to like tap out and be a totally different person. So, like, yeah. basically, you could tell me your whole life story, and I could build a character off of crazy shit you just told me. Yeah. And that's just, like, what I did. You know how, you know the game The Sims? You build yeah. a character. That's basically what I did. So, a lot of the crazy, like, his, he was just so far gone, like, he was a menace. And at the time, I was like, oh, I'm going to use some of this crazy shit that he said or did. I might character build him. I think he was a person that threw his life away because... He always, uh, like other people I say, they always dream of the gang life. Mm-hmm. And since a lot of people, like which is 90% of gang bangers that are even gang bangers now today, mm-hmm. they're not really built for gang banging. He tried to prove himself. He just tried to prove himself. And when you himself. try to prove yourself, you try and to exactly. do exactly. And then when you go to jail, you be like, oh, shit, this is not me. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, this is not what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? And that's why I would tell a lot of people, some people get mad at me, like, what are you saying? Like, you just an active nigga. I'm like, no, me, I'm just a part of the percentage who was built for gangbanging. I wasn't made to go in a gangbanging, but when I did... I was able to sustain in game banging because the way I was built, I could stay in it and I could deal with everything that game banging comes with. A lot of people can't deal with everything that comes with game banging. Yeah, you gotta stand on principle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of niggas fold under pressure, start telling, start doing a whole lot of shit. What's supposed to do? <laughs> You're a game banger. This is the rules. <laughs> you do this. Yeah. You gotta. I always said the worst kind of people are scary people because, you know... I always told the homie, that was the most people I was always feared. Yeah, you know, because you do anything. You so scared, you do anything. But you ever pushed a... I told the homie, you ever pushed a scary dog in the corner? He's going to attack. He's going to attack you. Every time. He has no choice but to come out and fucking attack you with everything he got. You got him backed in the corner. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> and a lot of times I was scared. That's what made me a fucking violent person because I was scared. I was like, shit, I don't know what y'all about to do to me. I'm about to be violent because <laughs> I'm terrified. I don't know what y'all got coming for, nigga. See, that's it. And being a female, like, growing up, I had a lot of girls that used to try me a lot because I was small and then, you know, my, my parents... Let's said, talk about that. How was it well <laughs> when you growing up? How was it well with you being in the neighborhood you lived in? Um, so my dad's in the street. He's still in the street. But yeah, he's in the, he grew up in the streets. But he kept us out of that. He has all daughters. So yeah. we weren't even allowed to, like, 
we weren't allowed to ride in the car with him. We always took separate oh, cars. Oh, wow. So Damn. He's one of them niggas, huh? Yeah, so we went to like a birthday party or something. We went in a separate car, you mm-hmm. know, and then he got us out of there before the sun went down. You know, stuff happened. Your daddy was doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> Your so, daddy was one of them. Lo- what was he, a crip blood? No, he was a downward rider for real. He had like, different cars going to parties. Then <laughs> he just lived on something that night. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't. So I'd be down to catch my babies. You know what I'm exactly. saying? They could kill me in school, but don't kill my babies. Exactly. So we didn't. We didn't know nothing. You know, not until we got older and we started seeing stuff happen. Like, okay, this is what that is. Because we moved to um, Eastside Torrance, and that's the complete Mexican. Oh wow! It was crazy. I have a story about living out there. Oh yeah, so we got. I got stories for days too. So. My grandmother, she moved in uh, Torrance, two hundred four Street. Uh, what was we live on two twenty four, right by the train tracks, the old train tracks, two twenty fourth, and I think Harvard. That's yeah, I think we live on two hundred four, and uh, I think uh, I think it was Harbor or Western. One of them. I think it was Harbor. Yeah, yeah it was Harbor. Kind of. Um, what was high school? That be like normal. Yeah, I don't really know about around there, but I know she stayed on, uh, she stayed by 204 Street, but she stayed on 209th. And, uh, the store she used to send me to was 204 Street, and the Mexicans over there hated black people. Yes. So, when we, I would go to the store, well, she sent me the first time, they mad dog the fuck out of me, like. <laughs> so I knew I wasn't supposed to be over there. Every it was grown people, little kids, everybody mad dogs nigga. So I was like, oh shit, damn, walk in the store. And then as I was walking back up the hill to go back to my back to back home, the little Mexican dude on a bike rode up on me, was like, Hey fool, don't come back. <laughs> I looked at him, was like, All right. <laughs> exactly. I said, Okay, look, thumbs up, nigga. <laughs> Thank you, you didn't just kill me. You feel me? You told me don't come back. So weeks later, my grandmother told me, hey, I want you to go to the store again. <laughs> so she told me, hey, she gave me the money. was like, take your ass to the store. I told my grandmother, uh, grandmother, I can't go back to that store. She was like, what you mean? I said, grandmother, they said they're going to kill me. She said, you scared of them or you scared of me? I'll fuck you up. I don't give a fuck what they said at that store. <laughs> Who told you that? I said a Mexican nigga on the back. She said, I fucked that Mexican nigga and you. You better take your ass to that store like I just told you. So I went, I took the money and I went to the corner before I could even walk down to the hill. I just broke down and started crying on the corner. <laughs> what, how old were you? I was 11, uh, I was probably 10, 10, 11. Probably about 10 or 11. I just broke down crying on the corner. Damn, I, but I already know I feel your pain because they... She didn't know what she put me up against. I even told my auntie, they didn't know at that time what, what was going on around there. I was like, nigga, I know that they was not playing. Like, no. they was literally going to fucking kill me. Like, it was not bullshit. So I was literally crying. I just stood on the corner and cried. I cried for about 30 minutes on that corner. Hey, I don't even... I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to hold you. I don't blame you because... They, I remember, do you remember when they said, like, if they catch any black people outside of white t-shirts? So, it was around that era when we mm-hmm. was living over there. And then, my mom is Mexican, my dad's black, so they did not like seeing that. Exactly. And then, um, there was one time we were outside playing, and we really never really played outside like that, but this one time we were outside playing, and our neighbors was one of uh, my mom's friends that we grew up with. Yeah. Duplex. They were shooting, but we didn't know we were kids. I didn't know what it was. It was day before my birthday. Yeah. And um, my mom's friend, I would call her my auntie. She pushed us in the house. And so as she pushed us in the house, the bullet flew and it hit this lady. Hit her in the stomach as she was putting her baby in the car and she died. Wow. So uh, it was crazy. I think we lived there for like three, four years. It was crazy over there. Oh, yeah. I was for sure happy when my grandmother moved from over there. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, grandma. I, I could be over your house now. I feel safe now. Man, taking the city bus and going home, man. But my grandmother, she was a cold, right? She uh, she sent my auntie to come get me from the corner. <laughs> I stayed on the corner crying. I was just sitting on the corner. I sat down on the curb, just like, why, little? You draw more attention, so you could have been with the story. Fuck all that. I'm not about to die. Nope. Them nigga told me. He, I, I see it with a little Mexican, because I seen the Mexican dudes, like I said, they was older. They looked like it was 20 something. 18, like all the, that around that age. Mm-hmm. They was looking like they wanted to kill me right now. Mm-hmm. 
the little dude just gave me a pass. He said, hey, fool, don't come back. <laughs> you feel me? I know what he did. I'm a smart ass black kid. You feel me? I'm like, nigga, he just gave me the biggest pass I ever got in my fucking life. <laughs> I'm gonna take this pass and not bring my black ass back because obviously they hate black motherfuckers over here. And they meant business over there. And they, you already know, they meant business. They was not playing. Good fuck you, a kid or not. I smoked your little black ass, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I stayed on the corner. My auntie sent my, uh, when my granny sent my auntie to go get me because she like, where the fuck he at? Because I thought I was only 30 minutes sitting on the corner. Where the hell he at? She sent my auntie to come get me. She come snatch me up off the corner. She said, what the fuck are you doing? Why you didn't go to the store? I'm like, I told you they gonna kill me. I told you. <laughs> I told you the baskets ain't playing. She like, man, shut the fuck up. She took me back home. My granny like, where the shit at? <laughs> granny, I didn't go to that store. And I granny, I, I told her, granny, I didn't go. I told you they gonna kill me, granny. He said, you scared of them more than you scared of me. I was like, granny, I mean, you ain't got a gun, so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am scared of them more than I'm scared of you. She was like, oh, okay. She made me come in the house. She made me, uh, she got some dictionaries. She had some big red dictionaries. Uh, she had you squatting with the dictionaries? Squatting and holding my hands like this. Oh, and then she, uh, since she seen, I was uh, holding up with that because I was a strong little nigga. You know what I'm saying? I was just right there, cool. Like, all right. She said, oh, so you think you straight, huh? You just gonna hold it? <laughs> yeah, I'm a strong ass little nigga, you know what I'm saying? She went and got some red high heels out of her closet. She went and went out her closet, put out some six inch pumps. She was like, uh, she said, put these on. <laughs> I said, what the fuck? She said, put the motherfuckers on. Put the high heels on. So after I was standing, them motherfuckers about 30 minutes, I started telling my granny, my feet hurt. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> she like, shut the fuck up. I don't give a fuck. I don't care your feet hurt. I'm like, granny, my feet hurt. She like, yeah. She was like, put them dictionaries down. She made me go outside. I had a little girlfriend out laid over there, that little girl I was talking to. Her. <laughs> She didn't go outside in front of her with the high heels on and shit and walk around and shit. Walk, walk to the corner and come back. <laughs> Wait, Granny was no joke. Granny was a cold motherfucker. I my Granny was a cold My Granny was an animal. She was a beast, nigga. She wasn't playing no games. Like I said, she wasn't playing. She would have pimp slapped me right there if I would have disobeyed. Anything she said, right there in the head. Like, damn, Granny, come on. I grew up around pimps and gangsters. That's what I tell people. I don't care if she was a woman or a man. I grew up around pimps and gangsters. If it was, she must have been a female pimp, I was around at the time. <laughs> Granny wasn't playing. Granny was a vicious person. Speaking of slaps, what do you feel about that Will Smith smack? Oh, Will Smith, man. I really felt like, um, I just felt like she did so much to him. It's just like, I feel like he was just lashing out just to try to, get some type of some type of love from her like um wanted to feel accepted by her yeah anyway. like so she can accept him i don't really feel like he slapped him because he felt disrespected by what he said it really seemed like he just wanted jada to feel like okay i love you now because you slapped a nigga that disrespect me and if i could get some type of cool punch from that then would you have put up with some with a woman like that after all that stuff? Well, I have put up with a woman like that before, you know. I'm know. not laughing at your pain. <laughs> in my child's mother, but in that time, I was if that was my child's mother, I would have never slapped the dude. In that sense, if he would have physically put his hands on my baby mama, then I would have fought him. Mm -hmm. If he would have said something and the relationship I have with my baby mother, I definitely would have fought him. Put over to him saying that, and I would just say, like, just like he was doing at first. Mm -hmm. You could say something. Bad. <laughs> hey, feel me? Y'all can argue with each other. <laughs> like, unless he don't get up and start hitting you, that's the only way I'm gonna jump in. Other than that, y'all. Like, like she said, I'm a woman. I can defend myself. You <laughs> remember that's like. See, that's what's sad about it. Like, I feel like he went out on a limb for her. At first, I thought it was fake. Cause I don't, yeah. think it's I don't even watch none of those award shows. If I'm being honest, I just seen all over social media. I thought it was fake. Yeah. But um, 
I don't think it I don't know why everybody's making a big deal. I'm like, okay, he's slapping. <laughs> like, and get over it. But if you look at the deeper issue, every time he's ever been on her red table and like all these videos that came out, he looks like he wants to cry. No, I swear I I that's what really I ain't gonna lie, when I seen him, I look he wanted to cry for him when yeah. I seen him like that. Cause I I'm one of the men who been there in that nigga's shoes. It's just like damn bro. It's like fuck. I want to cry, but I'm a real ass nigga, so I can't be crying. <laughs> we do cry behind closed doors. Yeah. We don't. We don't cry in front of. We don't yeah. do shit like Tyrese and shit. <laughs> I even met my baby. <laughs> we don't do that. When when you see us, if you got a camera and see us behind closed door and you catch us like that, then you we won't get on camera and do that. Dog. You know what? I, I'm very prideful. I don't like to cry, especially yeah. in front of people. So, exactly. I, I've been in that situation being a female. I, I, I could see in that sense that when they was doing that red table talk, Will was really hurt. Yes. I've been in that, and I've been in that spot too, because I was like, I know exactly thing, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, this shit funny, but I'm about to get your ass back. <laughs> yeah. Do you think getting, but don't you think that you can give somebody back by just leave them alone? Like, just leave the whole situation alone? Mm, yeah. If it's no. breaking you, like, like, he spiritually looks broken to me, and I'm not trying to down her or down him, but he looks like a, like he's broken. That's what it looks like to me, but I think you can, and you can't, because I feel like some, sometimes you can. Cause I feel like you could do stuff to like get get a woman to be back in that space where y'all was like loving each other, mm-hmm. and they they think you're the best man in the world again, and then you do the shit that you know that's when you come with the shit. You feel me? Explain come with the shit. <laughs> okay, like he said, you want to get her back, so you could be like you a good man so far. Then when you she think you this nice ass nigga, then you just start fucking up, fucking up, fucking up, fucking up, fucking up. <laughs> Cheating, all that shit, getting caught, all that. Don't care. <laughs> just yeah, you break whatever. a person like that though. But that's if you want to. If you don't want to do that, just let her go. <laughs> if you want to get back at her, you, you do everything to get back in her good graces. You do, you know, be the nice man she wants you to be. And then you just, once you think you this nice ass nigga, you just bam, 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 bam. And she's just like, oh my God, he was just this nice ass nigga. I want him to. Go back to this nice ass nigga. Nope. I'm a fucking animal now. You feel me? I'm cheating. I'm doing all kind of shit that you don't want me doing and stuff. I'm, I'm texting bitches while I'm in the same house with you all that. You like, oh my God, you just texted me. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I'm going to be honest with you. So I had my son when I was 17. So I was with my kid's father like 14 he broke me off was that in high school or yeah okay. so i met him in high school um like and i left when i was like 22 my daughter's only a couple months old mm-hmm. and everything that you just said he did to me and you know how broken that made me to this day i am traumatized <laughs> we get we get along well though we co-parent very well we're good friends now but that definitely broke me. Let me tell you, I was 89 pounds looking sick for a long time. That some, people, is not- some, some people know the rule book. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he had no reason. He could, he could stand here and say he had no reason. I was just going to say that some niggas do that to good women. And then that leaves the good women that come to me. Like I was, I was with a, a so-called not good woman. So I feel like I had to do certain shit just to get back at her because I let her get away with so much shit in the beginning. Because the shit I let her get away with in the beginning, I let her get away with it, but she didn't know I was adding all this shit up. It was like, okay, you got away with it now. I'm, I'm going to let it go. But later on, bitch, I'm going to just do what the fuck I want to do. When I feel like it, you remember? I'm going to just... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm writing all of it down. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cheat on you. Do all it. Whatever you did, I wrote it down. Trust me. I, I'm going to do everything you did, plus more, a little bit extra, you know. But I wrote all of it down. So whenever I did cheat, because I didn't cheat right after when she did whatever she did. It was like years later. But I always had it in my back of my head. If I ever do want to do what I want to do, I'm going to do what I want to do. You feel me? Because I have the right to. So what if a woman don't cheat on you? And she's 100% well, well, locked up. Because I've never had a woman that never cheated on me. Because I, I, I promise you to God, God can strike me down right now. I don't even play with the whole cheating thing. I've never cheated. I will never cheat. And loyalty is big to me. So when he was locked up, whatever, I was right there. Even when I went through his phone to get numbers out to call his homies, wow. whatever, this girl's texting his phone. I'm seeing this. Still didn't. I'm, you know no, what's crazy? 
Well, I was getting cheated on. I was with the homie who was cheating on his girl. He had a girl just like you. Just not cheating on him and all that shit. <laughs> I was like, it's some bullshit. <laughs> How the fuck you get her and my bitch just cheating on me all the time and shit. And just doing what the hell she want to do. And your girl just sitting here waiting on you to come home. I was literally, and I never wanted to be one of them niggas trying to take one of my homies' girls. You know what I'm saying? Because I see that they don't deserve her and I deserve her. Like, she should be with me because I don't be cheating and shit. <laughs> we should be with each other, but she want to be with this no good ass cheating ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, but I never like try to get in between that, but I always looked at that like, wow, it's crazy how the world works or how it is. Yeah, you always said good women with a dude that exactly. is it's, like Exactly. Versa. It's always vice versa. It's yeah. never like two of the same. Like, oh, But what God. I learned is it's part of my dream. It made me strong. It made me tough now. It made me learn the game because now I see how it goes. I dealt with a lot of stuff. Even females coming after me and I'm like, what did I do to you? I was yeah. here first. Like, what are we... Exactly. You know, but you can't... But also, I learned you can't treat. So, if I'm whatever, your main whatever, I don't even know how you, what they call it nowadays, but we've been together since I was a little girl. You you can't treat me and these other girls the same. Exactly. You know, you can't give them you too much access. You have a certain hierarchy. Yeah, no, yeah. and he was treating us all the same. So when I left, I made sure to put it all in the group text here. Y'all all text because y'all got <laughs> I'm done, and I never look back. And that was it for He me. said, here, y'all all in the same boat because I'm above all of it. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it no more, but he still gave my respect to this day. I, you know, I had to just let it go because we got kids and, you know, I can't. That's what I always try to tell my baby mother because she always asks me why I still uh, am nice to her. Because after all the shit she did, she feel like, and I feel like that too. I shouldn't even be nice to your ass no more. I should <laughs> tell you, fuck you every time I see you. But I'm so nice to her every time she asks me why. And I told her because you gave me the thing I wanted in the world was a kid. Nobody else gave me a kid, and you gave me a kid. So. And it makes it smoother for the kids, because you don't want to see the kids to see that, and then it, it gives them unhealthy habits. Like, my kids are super happy. That's why I always tried to be on certain good terms with her, because I never wanted my son to see me like, fuck you, bitch. Because I seen my mom and my daddy do that. Yeah. My mom, my daddy was quick. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck me. They was trying to fight each other, all kinds of shit. I had to break them up several times. I'm like, all right, man. All right, nigga. I'm uh, all right, y'all go home. You go this way. I jump in the car with you. Y'all just break the fuck up. Just, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. I was just like, wow. Whatever happened, y'all just love each other. You know what I'm saying? No love is, is a I was thinking y'all got married. <laughs> not, not even. That's all. That's what always made me mad because I always felt like my mom and my daddy got married. So it's like y'all loved each other enough to get married. How can y'all hate each other so much now? Maybe I think it's, a, it's we lack communication too. Like one of my biggest things, I don't speak up for a long time. I just let stuff add up, add up, add up, add up. Exactly. You know, you burst, and some people do that, or you know, just. It just depends on how you handle the situation. Then you end up hating yeah. somebody. Wow. I've never got that. And sometimes if you grow up with like me seeing my parents together, even though they have stuff going on behind the scenes, I didn't we didn't see it growing up. So it made me like think that when I got my kids I was like, oh, I'm just supposed to treat him like the best man in the world. And it in a lot of times he didn't deserve that. It was crazy because in my childhood I didn't see it neither until they separated. That's when I seen it. I said, I was asking my, we was asking my mama, so where the fuck my daddy at? The <laughs> nigga just not here. <laughs> he used to be here every day. <laughs> what the fuck happened? She used to tell us he on vacation. So do you think that's why it made you like, like be like a lover boy towards your kid's mother? Like you? Yeah, I always want to try to keep it together for that, for that reason. Cause I feel like that messed me up as a kid. Cause I was so used to them being together, and when I, when they broke up, I was torn as a kid. So I always feel like I lashed out after that, cause mm -hmm. I was just like, "How can y'all break up?" Yeah. And y'all was basically my family, like my knit family. It's like we all. I would have never joined the gang if they would have never broke up. So you think that's like kind of where it all started, like you needed like the like that family I dynamic. That family dynamic that we had at first. When I was a kid, growing up in Compton, that they broke up when I was six. Oh, yeah. We had it from when I was three to six. So they broke up when I was six. They separated. But they still married now today. But they, they never got divorced. But you still talk to both your parents. Just mm -hmm. But I always had uh, uh, not a good relationship with neither one of them after that. 
You think that you were like mad at them? I, I, I always felt like that, even though I never told them that. I felt like always in my heart was mad at both of them for that. Because I felt like y'all broke up the thing I needed most. I needed both of y'all at the same time. And y'all was on y'all own uh, you know, agenda, which I didn't feel like y'all didn't like each other and y'all separated us and I had to grow up going here, 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 living with you, living with you, living with you. And I feel like the times I was getting abused was because they didn't like each other. Like time, I feel like a lot of time my daddy abused me because he was like my mama, and I looked just like my mama. So a lot of them times he was just taking out his anger on me because he hated my mother because they fucking hated each other. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, and then I feel like she did the same. You know, it's crazy that she said that because a lot of people won't admit that. A lot of men won't admit that. They just, you know. Yeah. At least you can find, you you know, like, this is where it all started. This is what A lot of niggas don't want to look in their life and see what happened. They just let life go past. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, I know what happened, whatever. I'm doing it. I really want to know why I became the person I became and how I became the person I became. That's why I really look back and, and, and thought of that, like. That's really when it happened. Like, when y'all broke up that shit, I was another nigga. Because even in school, I was a, I was, I was fucking shit up in school after that. You want no control to me. I'm fighting everybody. I'm throwing shit in class, throwing tables, all kind of shit. This <laughs> nigga's crazy. Yeah, that's like a, that's a really important part of, like, a young man's life. You mm-hmm. know, like, I would say, like, from, like, 6 to, like, 15, you, that's really, really, really where you got to be on. Yeah, you, know? you need your daddy. Mm-hmm. You need really need both. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they people say, "Oh, you just need your daddy." Well, you do need your daddy, most the majority of it, but you need your mother too. Because mm-hmm. your mother is the one that, when your daddy is too rough. Because your daddy can get very violent at times, and that's where I feel like they uh, equaled each other out when mm-hmm. we was together. When he would really want to get too violent, she would step in and say, "Nah, calm down and go chill out." And then I wouldn't be fucking physically abusive like that <laughs> you know because she would know that no nah, no nah, you finna try to do some fucked up shit to my baby you know what i'm saying you need to be disciplined but not like that you know what I'm so you a tough soldier though yeah oh man shit i'm i mean i'm glad god let me live through all the shit i lived through and all the stuff i've been through because i've been through so much pain and misery and shit and even my daddy told me he was like man it's, it's crazy how you live through all the shit you live through. <laughs> hey, man, shit, nigga. Well, you don't look like none of the stuff you've been through, you know? Oh, man. That's that's another thing. I'll be happy. Niggas tell me, you don't even look like you've been shot and bust upside <laughs> the head. None of that. Yeah, I mean, all that. I've been socked and <laughs> hit with pipes and buzzing. I'm bad. not laughing at you. I swear. <laughs> went upside. My shit just wham off. <laughs> Nigga. You know I'm not laughing at you. Nigga, and every time, I always thank God I still look good after. I said, oh, God. Because <laughs> especially after they beat me up, I thought they made me look like Willie Lump Lump. They, not Willie Lump. <laughs> they kicked the shit out of me. They was beating the fuck out of me. I thought I had, like, lumps all in my head. And I got in the car and looked in the mirror. I said, oh, damn. Thank you, God. <laughs> I was just regular. All I was sweating. I had a couple little scrapes on my head and shit from them kicking me and shit. But I wasn't. I thought I was lumped because they kicked the dog shit out of me. I was like, oh man, I'm about to be lumped up and I look in this mirror. Like the episode of Martin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought it looked exactly like that. I was gonna look in the mirror and be like, not here, not there, not on the back, not on the side. I was just like, man, but I didn't have nothing. I just had a little scrape. I was like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Well, they didn't do too much. They did enough, though. They they knocked me the hell out and shit. I was basically sleeping and shit, but I but woke you, back But you're up. here to tell your story. <laughs> you remember, so, you know, you're here to tell your story, so you remember it. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, what else? What's that? Huh? Oh, so what is your... um? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I want to say, uh, like, what do you think about when uh, dudes ask females about the body count? About what, how many how many bodies does a female have? Um, I don't know. I guess we live in, in different times now, so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hard for me to say. Okay, I'm gonna answer this. 
the best way I can. So I always, growing up, I always thought women were just innocent, like you know, just mm-hmm. until you got angels. to know them and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't, I didn't get it until I got older and I started seeing stuff. Like, okay, whoa, girls is out here wild. Exactly. But um, I had seen a podcast and they were talking about body count, and mm-hmm. I was like, why does it, why does it matter? You know, because yeah. Me and my me and my homegirl were talking about this. She's like, I could be talking to a dude for six months and think it's really something. Mm-hmm. Like with him, it don't work out. He just ghosts me or we just don't talk. Yeah. Then another couple months later, I talk to somebody else. You know, we get serious. I'm thinking it's serious. We stop talking. That's two dudes, right? And that could be. And then it just, you know, it keeps going on and on and on. And she's like, Does that make me a hoe? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. In, in, you know, in, I don't know. In a guy's eyes. Once, once, once the uh, intercourse occurs, and you move on, you hope. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What would make a girl a hope? Because I could tell no, you right now, I'm my saying, body count I, is I, not I, high. I'm saying in a guy's eyes, in any guys, it don't like like a lot of us don't want to admit, but our mothers are hoes, grandmothers. If you really want to know, I'm just saying how we look. I'm telling you the race, what we say. If you just ha- like this is a guy, right? Say you have sex with me. You can't have sex with another nigga for at least a year. Oh yeah, I'm 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 on that. Like, cause this is my thing. As a woman, like if I'm talking to somebody, I am fully invested. I don't think mm-hmm. of, I'm tunnel vision. Like I only think about that person. So if I'm dealing with you, it's only you. And then if that doesn't work out. I'm not thinking about no. My feelings is hurt, so I have yeah. to get myself back together in all aspects. That doesn't mean go to jump to the next person like instant. It's gonna take me some time, and when I say time, I mean a year or so. Okay, so, so you, so you, you basically not a hoe. <laughs> oh no, I don't. So in a guy's eyes, you would never be seen as a hoe. No, and I so take in a guy's time. eyes, mm-hmm. if you jump to any penis before that year, you are a hoe. And if you jump to another penis. Before years up after that penis, you are extra hoe. You feel me? <laughs> extra. And then you get to just banging other penis way before. Then you just a thought. That's when niggas just you a she that is a thought, nigga. She. Okay, but what about girls that are like? Cause I have friends that are like really just like sex, like they nymphos, like that's just what they on. Does that make if her? You you have to label yourself as that, because mm-hmm. you don't get that if you label yourself as a just a wholesome woman like a lot of women label themselves as i'm just a wholesome woman out here with a job <laughs> you know? no it's they no said, need no, to you having sex with niggas on the daily you know what i'm saying it's so, no need to flex just be who you are laid out exactly on if you just say that's who you are then you can never be shamed for that because mm-hmm. they're like that's what she is she hope so she have sex with dudes. I'm trying to have sex next. You know what I'm saying? So, like, dude ain't gonna care if you. That's what you come out as. But the ones who come out as, oh no, I'm just a nice housewife who bake cookies and shit. And then she, you know, tossing it up in the circle, all at the parties and shit. You know, and it's like, oh, wow, you know. But um, with these women, um. Fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, okay, so I got a question for you then. So yeah. for a guy, it doesn't matter then if he... Because I, I don't think I would even ask a guy. Like, how many... I, I wouldn't even... That would be For a body ask. count for a guy, it really... <laughs> that would be weird. It, it to- only matters to certain women who wants the dude to seem like, okay. Because a lot of women say they don't want to have sex with a dude who don't get no girls. So if they talk to a certain dude, a lot of niggas will lie and say they get bitches, even though they don't, just because they know the woman going to be like, oh, I don't want to have sex with no nigga who ain't getting no bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's, that's corny. That's what I was looking like. That's corny as hell, but okay. But a lot of women don't know. This nigga just lied about the bitches he fucked. <laughs> he just brought up five bitches he never fucked. He just lied to you. Like, yeah, if a, if a dude is bringing that up to me instantly, like, are you talking about who you mess with? Who you? T- I'm. I don't. I'm not even interested. Cause like I'm not even thinking about that, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm just this innocent, holy person. But that's the last. Like that's the furthest thing in my mind. I'm trying to get to know you as a person. Yeah. Cause a lot of times you can get a guy to talk too much, and he gonna tell you about himself, and then that's no. I need to oh, know. I need to ghost you, or guarantee. you know, you just talk a little, saying. talk a little, talk a dove to him. He gonna tell mm-hmm. you, gonna tell you a lot. I pay attention. I don't talk enough, but I'm gonna pay attention. So. <laughs> That's like the furthest thing. If you instantly talk, start talking sexual to me, I'm not. I'm not interested at all. Cause that's no. I, I could tell you about that too. A lot of dudes talk sexual to women because uh, they don't really know what to say. 
it's like when they talk like nice and they say like uh nice encouraging stuff they don't really get far it's like they get up oh, all right okay mm, all right nigga back up off me <laughs> they want a better response than that so they try to do that's what they feel like oh if i send her a nasty text maybe she'd be like oh okay daddy oh all right i'll see you so that's what niggas yeah i wouldn't even know how to respond in that like I but it's I'm, just I'm coming too, from too. a lot of females not being the same and dudes just trying to find some way to talk to women because a lot of women a lot of dudes don't know how to talk to women or what to say to a woman that's why you got to feel a person now that's why it's good to it's like, really hard. How, how can you feel a person now everybody has different love language so I, that's mm. why it's important to have be friends with somebody first and like get to know them pick their brain talk to them it shouldn't instantly be so you say every dude who trying to get to know a girl supposed to be friends with him oh no 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 no, no. me you need to get mm. to know me yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> no not for because what works for me may not work for somebody else i know people that just be like let's just get to the point like yeah. what are we talking about here and me right now i know i'm not trying to get to know anybody i'm completely in focusing on business right now so i'm not going to waste nobody's time i'm not like i'm not interested in nobody i'm just focusing on myself so i wouldn't have to worry about that mm -hmm. but if i am going to be pursuing somebody you need to get to know me like you know but some everybody's different you know i don't know some girls like to be talked to like that like you'll be surprised i that's I, the, that's what that thing was going to say some girls respond to it and you know, some girls don't so yeah. it's like how do you know who to send this to who not to send this so, to? okay so let me ask you how do you feel a female out how do you know she see me i go with the um uh, i send it if she like it she like it she don't she don't <laughs> you know <laughs> she blocked the message go green <laughs> if she blocked me she blocked me you know what i'm saying but i'm gonna send what i want her to see you know what, saying? Or what i want to say you know what i'm saying so that's how I go with it. She, you know, she responds, she responds. She don't, hey, she wasn't meant for that text. <laughs> but when do you know it's fine to initiate that? Are y'all going on dates first? Or you never know. Because you. I'm telling you, you could think you know a woman, think it's the time you can send this, and it, it won't be the time. <laughs> I, I didn't took you on five dates i didn't yeah, i thought i thought i could at least send you something like this nah nope mm -mm. yeah it, you it, really it, never that's why i'm like women are so tricky i will agree to that they are so tricky but it's, it it, it, it takes that type of dude to bring certain things out of women too like yeah if you make a female feel comfortable she may be like something i may not be cool with but this has never happened but i'm just saying like somebody else may make you feel comfortable you know mm -hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. Every, every women are tricky. I can't. I can't um, speak for everybody. But I was talking to my homegirl the other day, and she liked dudes talk to her crazy, and she be saying some wild stuff. Oh, I'm wow. like, how how crazy? Like she want to do is call her out her name or tell her to shut the fuck up. But she, cause some females like that too. They be like, I need a nigga like. When I'm talking shit, I need a nigga to tell me, like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, get <laughs> the fuck back. Yeah, she on that type Stop of time. speaking to me like that, bitch, before I pimp slap you. It's like, I can do that, but, you know, do you want me to do that? Because I might take it too far. You know what I mean? <laughs> I might fuck around and really slap your ass. If you, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I told you, sit the fuck back and shut the fuck up. <laughs> So you not y'all not role playing no more. Said, Relax. I don't never want to role play because I'm yeah. too much of an actor. I'ma act this shit out to the T. <laughs> you gotta know when to turn it on and turn it off. Yeah, exactly. So that's, I don't never want to do it because I I don't never. I always thought that was like a um, a mental like a disability with women where they wanted dudes to do that to them. I would think that's crazy because it's like yeah because I'm like, why would you want to do to be mean and violent to you? Don't even raise your voice at me. No, I don't even like to argue, for real. I'm just I've been go. around certain females like that who just like don't even yell at me, <laughs> like, <laughs> don't even cuss like that around me. You say too many words, I'm gonna think you're violent. You know what I'm saying? You say too many cuss words, I'm like, oh my god, what are you trying to do? You know. So I've been around them, and just to see other females, like, oh no, nah, I need a nigga like you. You know, just. But then like, that can go back to like their environment, because it all starts from somewhere. You know, if you used to like crazy, exactly. violent stuff like exactly. that, then you. Sometimes, you know, when you're with somebody that's the total opposite of what you're used to, yeah. you got a nice dude, you want him to be crazy. Like, uh, yeah, she told me some while, so I said, yeah, girl, you crazy. I, 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 no, don't talk to me like that. There is some women that like to be verbally abused. Uh, I've met uh, many in my life. 
<laughs> so do you like to argue or you are totally like mellow? It's whatever the girl wants. <laughs> I'll beat you up, whatever you want me to do. As long as you don't call the police on me, that's all my whole thing. I don't want to, but if you want me to choke you, slap you, I would do all that for you. Just don't send me to jail after that. And talking about, oh, he assaulted me and he choked me and slapped me. <laughs> no, she gonna find out you playing that. You playing on another girl like that? She gonna <laughs> any girl who want me to do it like that. I mean, shit, if this is how you like it, you know? Because I'm a people pleaser. I'm that's you know. I please women. If this is going to please you, I'm going to please you like that. I go with the flow. If you want me to backhand your ass, I'm going to backhand you. <laughs> want me to cock back and sock you in the eye, I'm going to cock back and sock you in the eye. No problems. No questions asked. You feel me? Just right off the back. Swam. <laughs> you good, baby? You want me to do it again? <laughs> So, would you like to share a story? <laughs> nah, that's wild. Uh, that's wild. <laughs> I thought choking was extreme. <laughs> I'm just saying, whatever the woman wants me to do. So, someone's really asked you this. Huh? Someone, a, a female has really asked you this before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm here to please, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, don't tell on me, you know what I'm saying? You can't send me to jail after that, people. Do you think you're like, are you crazy? Um, <laughs> have you ever had someone ask you to do this? Yeah. Had a specific story you like to share? Um, <laughs> Anything was crazy about this? This is I'm not judging either. I'm not. Me? No, I never really like necessarily had a woman ask me to punch on them and shit. It's just like they asked me in other words and and speaking to me in certain type of ways, <laughs> you know. And uh, I ended up punching them and shit. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and they sent me to jail for that, so I don't do that no more. <laughs> Wait, you know? <laughs> Wait, you got a charge? For that? Hell yeah, I, I got a domestic violence charge, and uh, that's the last time I ever hit a woman because they made me pay uh, uh, two, uh, two twenty five hundred, in uh, classes, and they made me pay uh 900 and some domestic violence fee or some shit hidden girls take fee, classes no i had to take classes yeah yeah because that's serious i don't that's why i'm like i had to take classes that's the classes was 2500 uh and uh other shit i had to pay was a battered women's fucking fund or whatever the fuck fund yeah, tell me that's, to pay. that's serious that was about 900 some dollars so that was about three thousand some dollars i had to pay for just hitting a woman yeah, yeah don't ever do that I, I, yeah yeah that's that's, that's what the reason why i say it's crazy because some women are really in some serious situations where they cannot get out of these type of situations yeah. you know and it could be fatal so for someone to be into something like that is like wow and my thing was i was mad because she was trying to fight me because i never hit a woman that wasn't trying to fight me I always hit a woman that was fighting me, and I, I fought back. I've never hit a woman who was just like, oh, I'm a woman, don't hit me. <laughs> you know, I'm a girl. I've never hit a woman like that. I always hit a woman who was like, yeah, nigga, what's happening? So you, so you never think, let me just get up out of here because I ain't trying to knock this girl out. I, I didn't tell you how I grew up. See, I grew up, um, I lived with a lot of women in my life, and I got, hands put on me by a lot of women in my life so i never let women put their hands on me so ever since i was elementary if a woman hit me we finna fight i'm not finna go get no no yo no no girl for you i'm not finna go get no no my cousin that's a girl i'm finna fight you myself and you can go get your brother or whoever you want to go get you know what i'm saying <laughs> I never, since I was a kid, I just never draw the line with girls or none of that. I fought everybody. Good fuck you, a dude, woman, whatever. I'm fight. I fight you and him, and I fought boys and girls at the same time. Oh my god. Yeah, trust me. I'm, it's just <laughs> whoever need their ass whoop at this moment. <laughs> I'm serving ass whoopers. And this is a disclaimer. I don't want anyone to think that you're just this mean person. <laughs> oh man. That's no, I don't want them to think to that people, this is a, your life story. This is my life story. This is, this is who I was as a kid. And uh, years ago, I'm not the same person, even though I'm probably sort of the 
kind of the same person, I don't do the same things no more. Mm-hmm. So I don't hit women no more, like I said, because they cost too much money to hit. <laughs> <laughs> and you genuinely feel bad. That too. You know, because you're much stronger, you know. No, see, I didn't tell you when I hit my baby mama, I was fucking disabled. I got shot already, so I was very oh. weak. I never hit my baby mama. Well, I, even if I did, I never actually used my full force against her. Mm-hmm. I always, like, I, I, I slapped her on the top of the head a couple of times when we got into it and shit. I've never fully, like, put my hands on her because I knew my strength would have knocked her out or would have, like, bloodied her up. And I'm like, I got to kiss you after this. <laughs> you feel me? So it's like, I'm not going to bust you all up. <laughs> you feel me? Me trying to kiss you after that. Damn, baby, you got to bust the lip and shit, bust it out. <laughs> you feel me? So, no, I've never did that. So, I always just, like, I knew my strength. So, when we got into it, because she was always trying to fight me. So, I just grab her and shit, put her in little holes and shit and whatever I got to do. And if... She broke up, tried to hit me. I pop her on the side of the head, pop, 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 and I grab her again. But I've never hit her until the time I hit her. And after that, I was so weak that when I hit her, it didn't really hurt her like that. It was just at the point she knew I hit her. It was like, oh, you fucking just swung on me. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I knew from when I hit her. And what what she how she reacted to the punch. She just ate the motherfucker like a ham sandwich, like. She even looked at my friend like, did he hit me? <laughs> she had to ask another nigga, did I hit her? Yeah, bitch, I just fired on you. <laughs> she was like, did he hit me? He like, mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I always never try to get a man mad enough to want to swing on me. Because if you ever do, I'm out of there. Because um, I already know. I'll fight back, trust me. But yeah. I'm not even trying to go there. Why? See even she could tell you she pushed me to the limit. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm. Hey, hey, it's you know that that was then. This growth. I, I still talk to her now today because you know she pushed me to the limit. I've, she, I've, she, I've, 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 I know I've been there before. Like, yeah, I, I, I made you swing on me that day. All the other times you fought me too. I, I pushed your ass all the way to the limit. You know what I'm saying? I thought she was uh, uh, was testing me. That's what I'm like. This is a test. <laughs> yeah, you test man's gangster. Test, I would be a buster. You know what I'm saying? So I got to swing on you because this is a test. I got to pass for you to know I'm a real nigga. Yeah, you my dad used to always tell us, you hit a man, you better be ready to hit. He, he going to swing back on you. Not every guy is going to be like, exactly. have that restraint. No, you know? Some dudes can take an ass whooping. I've seen that too. I've seen some niggas just let a woman beat his ass. It's just like, wow, bro. Yeah, I don't call. I'm not gonna call no man no b word. None. I'm out of there. If I feel, I if I see him that shit, I called him that. I mean, this nigga's a bitch. You know, <laughs> nigga put her foot up your ass real quick. I seen one dude. Uh, it was a nigga from the hood, a nigga who who ended up getting put off because he was a buster. But uh, the homegirls packed him out when we was in the spot. About like uh, five homegirls. They was pressing him. He said, blood, you ain't no active nigga like that. Whoopty whoop. He like, nigga, whoopty whoop whoop. They like, blood, come outside. Let me holler at you. And they went outside. Got nigga, whole girls packed him out. <laughs> I step outside. I'm watching all the whole girls packing. He fighting back, but he not fighting back like that. I'm like, nigga, fight back, beat these bitches up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> These bitches maxing you the fuck out. Okay, he could have swung back at that point. That's what I do agree. He was fighting back, but he wasn't fighting hard enough. I'm like, nigga, fight back harder than that. You need to knock these bitches out. They was blending the homie the fuck up in that backyard. Blending him. Boop, bleep, boop, pop, boop, peek, boop. I'm like, man, once they got done with him, he looking at me like, why I didn't help. (laughs) I'm like... Nigga, you should have beat them bitches up, nigga. I'm like, I could have beat all them bitches up by myself, nigga. I need no help, nigga. What you need me to help you for, nigga? You could have beat them. only six bitches, nigga. You could have beat six bitches up. No, for real. For real. He just stood there like, you didn't even help me. <laughs> they had other homies didn't help you neither, nigga. They ain't the only nigga here. There's <laughs> four other homies right here. They watched you get your ass beat too, nigga. You feel me? But. So he got packed up by the. The whole girls packed him out and shit. And after that, I never had no respect for that nigga after that. <laughs> I was like, nigga, ain't no way I'm going to let the whole girls blend me like that. They fully blended that nigga. Yeah, that, that. They blended. They drug him. They literally drug it. He was dirt back there. They drug him from here. <laughs> yeah. Drug his ass all the way back. I was like, oh, wow. 
And he just was just dirty after that. <laughs> Beat the fuck up and shit. I was just like, oh, wow. You just let the whole girls do that to you? He said, men ain't girls. Oh, wow. You let women do that to you? All right. So he, he got the Martin special. They Martin his ass. <laughs> They beat the shit out of him for sure. I can't hear you. Okay, so how can we get uh, get your book? Get in. So my poetry book is on Amazon. Amazon.com. You can search The Rose That Blossomed Into Me. That is my poetry book. And it's under Mariah Hayes. Mm-hmm. And then be on the lookout for my next one this summer. Okay, so you're not writing any more uh, urban books? Yes, I was just talking about that yesterday. I'm sitting on five books. Um, sitting on five books? I, it's just, a, it's a whole different lane you got to tap into. Okay, it's, you can't it's just drop them like that. Yeah, and I, I want to be like prepared in all aspects. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. And then you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Mariah with four H's underscore. Okay, and you can follow me at Stoner from the Town, S T O N A H. 4-R-M-T-H-A-T-O-W-N and follow my YouTube channel at Stoner from the Town Official. And we are tapping out. Yay. Good job, Jay Stone. Thanks for tapping into Town Business with Jay Stone, a.k.a. Stoner from the Town. This has been a Street TV Productions in conjunction with Land Media.